0: Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning.
1: And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time.
0: Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way through the very end. This is episode 17, where we're discussing numbers from season one of Lost.
2: If this weren't the middle of nowhere, I'd say you were lost.
0: Hi, is this Sam Toomey's house?
2: It is. I'm his wife. Was he around? Because I'd kind of like to talk to him. I'd like that too. But Sam's been dead for four years. Your husband worked with a guy I know, Leonard Sims. That's right. They served together in the U.S. Navy. That was Leonard. Still in the service.
0: Uh, he's, um. retired.
2: Anyway, he told me about Sam. hearing something. Oh. You're talking about the numbers?
0: Yes, the numbers, exactly. Do you know anything about him?
2: Sam and Leonard were stationed at a listening post monitoring long wave transmissions out of the Pacific. Boring job. Sam hated it. Nothing to do but listen to static, night after night, till one night, about sixteen years ago. There's something in the static. A voice comes through. A voice repeating those numbers over and over again. A couple of days later, we're at the fair in Calgary and. Some wally there's got this jar, must have been big as a pony. And it's filled to the rim with beans. Phil is offering 50 grand to anyone able to guess how many beans are in that jar within ten. Sam used the numbers. Yep, the answer was exact to the bean. Men had been running the same scheme for 40 years. Nobody'd ever come close. So we won the money on the way home pickup truck blows a tire on the highway it's us head-on lost my leg that night what about sam barely a scratch most people would consider themselves lucky but not him he was never the same after that he started keeping a record anything terrible that happened to anyone around us. He believed it was all because he used those numbers. He moved us out here in the middle of nowhere, hoping it would stop. Did it? Did he ever find a way to make it stop? Yep. He put a shotgun in his mouth and pulled the trigger. What is it you're looking for, Mr. Reyes? I use them, the numbers, to win the lottery, and now I think I'm under the same curse. Curse? There's no curse. But you just told me. You think I'd still have my leg if Sam hadn't picked the right number of beans? You, you think that floods wouldn't have happened, that, that homes wouldn't have burned down, that people wouldn't have died? Well, yeah. You make your own luck, Mr. Reyes. Don't blame it on the damn numbers. You're looking for an excuse that doesn't exist.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 17 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. And today we have the wonderful, wonderful pleasure of discussing numbers from se- uh, Season 1 of Lost, my favorite episode, definitely my favorite episode of Season 1, I would say. Um, but just sort of opens this whole new door into mm-hmm. the, the mystery that is Lost. So I'll let you kick us off with our first talking point, and we will try to make our way through everything here. All
1: right. Well, uh, as I always do, I just kind of take notes as I watch these episodes. So my first uh, uh, notes... Uh, of any kind of I guess worth is probably finding the a flashback with Hurley uh, mm-hmm. seeing him at home uh, with it's living at it with his mom and uh, mm-hmm. and he uh, wins the lottery right. Uh, right which to me is just I you know you just <laughs> never expect that you yeah. know coming and because Hurley doesn't act like someone has a lot of money or anything like that and he just Seems like a regular old guy, and uh, you find out that he wins not only the lottery but a very a large yeah, amount of money.
0: Yeah, they, I guess they said it would have been like, oh, 16 weeks. No one had won or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I the first thing I thought of was, you know, do you think he'll really make good on these these bets he's been making with Walt? You know, I think he will. I think he will. <laughs> I think Walt said Hurley owed him like. You know, $83,000 or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I like, I think Hurley will actually make it good. I'd like to see the scene where Hurley hands him the wad of cash or something. Yeah, no kidding. But yeah, as you said, you know, he won the lottery. Um, but the thing I noted was, you know, immediately after he wins know he has this horrible string of bad oh luck. yeah real bad you know, his grandfather dies the priest at his grandfather's funeral gets struck by lightning during the funeral yeah awful the house he buys for his mother burns down before she even gets to move into it
1: and she snaps her ankle yeah. getting out to look at <laughs> yeah, it
0: yeah out of his hummer uh-huh. uh uh-huh. the police arrest him thinking that he's a drug dealer they've been looking for oh yeah so he finally comes to the conclusion that the numbers are cursed yeah-huh i'd I'd probably come to the same conclusion myself I
1: would he he thinks the money's cursed at first, uh-huh, and then he comes around and says it's not the, the numbers it's not the money, it's the numbers
0: yeah. yeah, the next thing I had was um you know when Hurley is giving his interview to the reporters, uh-huh, he makes the comment that you know quote he put his family through a lot recently, yeah, yeah, what, what do you think of that?
1: You know, I, I I noted the fact that he moved back home and he said, he told his mom, I did this for you, you know, uh-huh. but I kind of made it, it was some type of indication there that he had been definitely into something that, uh, caused his family a lot of trials and tribulations. And he was, right. he was back home, uh, trying to get his life straightened out, uh-huh. you know, and uh, you know, I can speculate, but I have no indication of what he probably was into. Yeah. We'll you know? get to
0: that. I have a theory on that we'll get okay. to it in a minute, but the next thing I found was um, you know, Hurley's having a meeting with his accountant. Uh-huh. And uh, when he says, and you are now the majority shareholder for a box company. Locks in Company. That's so what I, I said. Yeah, I think it has to be the company Lock worked for. has to be. That's what I said. Without a doubt. Yep. And Tustin even sounded familiar. I think maybe yeah, Lock me has mentioned Tustin yeah. at some point.
1: Yep. I wrote that. I was like, it has to be Lock's company. There's yeah. <laughs> got to be a character relation there. Yeah, so you know? yeah, I think
0: there's a character background connection mm-hmm. there. Um, and and also as they're talking, someone falls past the window. Yeah,
1: out the window, yeah. down the you know skyscraper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awful.
0: So I think I mean we can probably chalk that up as you know another example of Hurley's bad luck yeah. affecting people around him. But
1: it, it, the accountant was going on <clears throat> though because. You know, I think at this point, Hurley was definitely convinced that something was wrong with mm-hmm. the money. Right. And the accountant kept saying, No, pretty much your money has doubled within an yeah. amount of time, you know. Right.
0: That- and he made a comment about how, you know, after the. The frost in Florida, you made a ton of money uh, from the oranges or something. The
1: burning of one of the- Yeah, the one of the factories. Factories, <laughs> insurance.
0: Yeah, it's like, so So everyone else's misfortune is just increasing Pearly's yeah. wealth.
1: In that fire, he says like, uh, unfortunately five people died or yeah. something like that, but your money is doing great. Yeah, right. It's awful.
0: Uh, the next thing, this is kind of big, really. Um, Hurley goes to a mental institution to meet with a man named Lenny. Yeah, He's going there to investigate these numbers. Um, we find out um, when he's there a doctor comes up to him and says Hugo. Yes, yeah. you know, hi doc Yeah, and uh, it's good to see you, you know, what are you doing back here? Yeah, and he also makes a comment about You know quote not remembering Hurley and Lenny being that close right to which Hurley responds You know we hung you know we hung out Why was Hurley in a mental institution?
1: You know, that's what I couldn't. Do, I couldn't really get out of that. What if he was in the mental institution, or he worked there? And after sure, he won the yeah. lottery, he's like, mm-hmm. you know, he's gone. But it sure. seemed like the relationship didn't really seem like coworker. No, not at it all. It seemed like doctor to patient. Yeah, type. and that
0: comes back to my thinking. Um, I think the, the the horrible stuff he had put his family through that he made mention to yeah. was him being in the mental institution for some reason for something. I'm not thinking that it's, like, something really serious, like where, you know, he had murdered, like, a family. Right. That was on, you know, their Christmas vacation (laughs) trip or something. But, (laughs) you know, like, something, it seems like it seems possible that something happened to Hurley and he was in there for a while and then got out. But it was hard on his family.
1: Yeah, but it still it comes around to you trying to look at the character of Hurley and you're just trying to see, like, what could this man possibly have been into or messed up with, you know? Uh
0: Uh-huh. But yeah, I thought that was interesting and and to me it's like it's a pretty good explanation of, you know, what this event was that, you know, put his family through a rough time. Right, yeah, sure.
1: Time. Just not what, but yeah. part of part of yeah. the why, I uh-huh. guess.
0: Yeah. so we we'll find out more about that later, yeah. but I thought that was really interesting. It was, yeah. Um so we find out that Hurley is there, you know, to find out where the numbers, you know, which this guy Lenny is repeating over and over again came from. Oh, yeah. There's a huge mystery building around these numbers throughout yeah. the episode. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Hurley asks, is that why you're in here in the mental institution, you know, because of the numbers? Right. Did they do something to you? Because I think they did something to me. Mm-hmm. Um, when he tells Lenny, who up until this point has been, you know, ignoring him completely, you know, as he repeats the numbers over and over and over again, uh, Lenny stops and looks up and says, you know, you use those numbers to play the lottery? Mm-hmm. So, like, totally snaps out of whatever trance he was in before. Yeah,
1: very normal-ish, yeah. In a, well, in a scary way.
0: Right, and he says, you shouldn't have done that. You've opened the box. The box. It doesn't stop. You've got to get away from those numbers. You've got to get far away from those numbers. Yeah. Basically, he goes nuts yeah. when Hurley tells him this. And, you know, Hurley again asks where the numbers came from as Lenny is being dragged away by right. the orderlies. And, you know, he says, Sam to me. He heard them in Cal, or Kalgoorlie, a town he used to work in, which is a town in Australia. Yeah. So, so just to recap and make sense of all this. Yeah. We think Hurley was either in a mental, in a mental institution or he worked at the mental institution. Yeah. Um, there's this get crazy guy named Lenny there who repeat the, repeated these numbers over and over and over again for That's the right. whole time he was there. Yeah. And those numbers obviously got stuck in Hurley's head. Yeah. He played the lottery with those numbers, won it, and now all this bad stuff's happening. So he goes back to the mental institution, talks to Lenny again to find out what the heck is going on with these numbers, Mm -hmm. and finds out that this guy that Lenny worked with heard them in a town that he worked in in Australia.
1: Right, yeah. I was thinking about that, you know, when if Hurley was in this mental institution, Mm -hmm. and he, he would, I don't know, I mean... I don't understand exactly why he wouldn't spend time with Lenny enough to even remember those numbers because that's all Lenny did. It's not like he was a very personal person. just, you know, I guess just maybe being sitting across him one day and listening to what he was saying. And this out of curiosity wrote it down. Well, if it
0: were me, like if I were in there and this guy repeated these numbers over and over again, it wouldn't take long to memorize them. (laughs) And after a while you would start to think why in the world is this guy saying these numbers. Right. Yeah. So I, I can understand that. Yes, like you yeah. said, they weren't good friends, but, you know, they hung once yeah. in a while. You know? yeah. So, yeah, it's but uh, it gets even more interesting here. I yeah, mean, it does. So Hurley, you know, takes these numbers. He goes to find this Sam Toomey character in Australia. Yeah. That's why Hurley was in Australia. Right. So we know we're getting to know more and more about why these people were there, mm-hmm. at least. Um, we find out that Sam Sam died four years ago. Um, Sam and Lenny served in the U.S. Navy yeah. together. And his wife tells uh, Hurley that, uh, or he tells um, Sam's wife that he's there looking for information about the numbers, and she's clearly aware of what yeah. he's talking about.
1: Oh, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> the the fact that she, she she's, at first she's kind of like, oh, you're talking about the numbers. Uh-huh. You know, kind of not so freaked out, but right. when Hurley says, Pretty much, you know, he's used them and he kind of gets into the idea that he feels like he's cursed. Right. She kind of goes off. Yeah. You know, she's like, you know, you're not cursed. You know, there's no such thing as that. And Mm -hmm. and then she kind of goes on to what she tells her, you know, like her husband believed that he was cursed. And it drove him crazy to the point that he kills himself because Mm -hmm. of these numbers. Right. You know, and that everything that would happen bad around him, he would mark up because of the numbers.
0: Right. Yeah, just the story was that, you know, Sam and Lenny were stationed at a listening post Mm -hmm. um, monitoring long-wave transmissions over the Pacific. Yeah. Night after night, all they ever heard was static. Yep. Until one night, about 16 years ago, there was something in the static. Right. A voice comes through, a voice repeating the numbers over and over again. A couple of days later, you know, Sam and his wife were at the fair at one of the booths at the fair, and they have the, the jar filled with beans, big as a pony. Pony. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And uh, they're offering $50,000 to whoever. You know, he uses the numbers. Obviously, he yeah. wins. he wins uh, To the number, you know, to the bean. Yeah. And, um, you know, just like Hurley, Sam and his wife had a run of terribly bad luck after winning the money. Right. And uh, she lost her leg. Sam was perfectly fine. Um, Sam, like Hurley, became obsessed with the numbers, yeah. believing that they were cursed. And caused the bad luck that he was experiencing, which, you know, eventually caused him to kill himself. Right. So this is what I thought about, you know, this. 16 years ago. Lady. Almost exactly is when Danielle and her team. Oh, yeah. Wrecked onto the island. It was also when Sam and Lenny heard those numbers repeating out of the static in the yeah. radio. Danielle had those numbers written on her papers
1: on her maps, wasn't yep, on her it? Yeah. maps and papers, mm-hmm.
0: meaning she heard them as well. Yeah. Um, Hurley asked Danielle what the numbers mean, but she says she doesn't know. Right. Uh, then she tells him that their team shipwrecked or picked up a transmission, a voice repeating those numbers over and over again. So probably yeah. the same transmission uh, the that same Lenny one. and Sam heard. Exactly. Um, they changed their course to investigate the numbers. Yep. Um, after they shipwrecked, the team continued to search for the source of the transmission. Um, it was weeks before they found the radio tower, which we haven't seen yet. Right. Which was up near the Black Rock. Hmm. So uh, some of the team continued to search for the meaning of the numbers while they waited for rescue, but then the sickness came. Yeah. Uh, When her team was gone, she went back up to the tower and changed the transmission to her distress call we heard earlier.
1: Right, yeah.
0: The numbers, you know, are what brought Danielle and her team to the island. Yep. They are also what brought Hurley to the island. Yep. Because he was in Australia looking for the the cause of these numbers. Right. Wow. Wow. You know, yeah. I mean, no kidding. There is some something crazy there, and like it feels like there are all these other connections that we can't even pick up. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's where I'm at. And it's like you know who else knows these numbers? Yeah. You, you know,
1: is the numbers associated with the sickness? You yeah. know, and this, uh, what is? I mean, what are yeah. the numbers? I yeah.
0: I mean, it has to be important because we have you know several people now that are on that island yeah. because of those numbers. Yeah. And what freaks me out is just like. Why is there a radio tower on this island with, you know, that's repeating these numbers over and over for no reason? Right, yeah. And it just freaks me out. It's kind of like a ghost ship floating in the water. It just kind of creeps you out. Yeah. (laughs) It's like this just really creeps me out for some reason.
1: Yeah, I've already, like, paralleled the island to hell. Uh Yeah. There's something, you know, you ever seen the movie Event Horizon? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's, my, that's my theory now, is that this <laughs> island is hell in some right. sense, you know? I yeah, mean, it's
0: like kind of sucked them all to yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good idea. Freaky. Um, so what do you think? Is Hurley's bad luck what caused the plane to come down? Do you think this is just another example of mm. his bad luck, you know, bothering the people around him?
1: No, my theory is back to, remember the instruments that went crazy mm-hmm. that caused the plane and the boat uh-huh. to end up crashing there, along with... I, I bet it that that pilot could talk a little bit longer. Probably, yeah. probably heard some numbers come over his radio before he crashed. Yeah, you know. Uh, and so I think it had. Oh, it was, that's awesome. Go ahead. It, I was thinking it was the island definitely was what pulled them uh-huh. uh, to to it. It wasn't Hurley. He was. I mean, he, he. I think he had a reason to be there, but I don't think it was Hurley's fault.
0: Yeah. See that that's interesting. I just thought um, the numbers. You know, along with this magnetic anomaly, or right. what brought the plane and Hurley there, as uh-huh. well as Danielle and her team, right? The magnetic pull. I think she even said something about it messing with their. No, no, she said they went back because of the numbers to investigate. Well, she, but I they think, shipwrecked.
1: No, she said that their instruments were crazy too. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So
0: the numbers and the magnetic pull right, are yeah. what caused both of them to come to the island. Uh huh. Man, there's, there's there's like there's got to be some connection between these numbers and that magnetic issue, exactly. whatever it is.
1: Yeah. I I was thinking, are these like (laughs) coordinates to this, to -hmm. this Island? You know, you, you you're something or another, there's something like you said, there's some kind of connection between this, this location, right? This magnetic pool and, and those numbers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Like, I mean this, it feels like we're getting a glimpse of like a big piece of the mystery here. Like, but it's like I can't quite see exactly oh, yeah. what all of it is. No. But yeah, there's definitely something here with um, this island pulling people to it, either physically or with, by alluring them with these numbers, right? Or something. But we'll come back a little bit to the numbers in a little bit. But um, I had another interesting, you know, character note that was worth keeping track of. Um, Hurley is worth 156 million dollars. Oh yeah. He won the lottery about a year and a half, or year before the crash. So just for a sense of timeline, there. Um, the next thing I had was a mystery. Okay. Um, the hatch that Locke and Boone have been excavating has those numbers oh, yeah. engraved into the side of it.
1: Is that the box that the man was talking about?
0: Oh wow! Yeah, you've opened the box.
1: That's what I thought.
0: Now the first thing I thought was like Pandora's box.
1: In a sense, yeah, but I was thinking, right, I mean, not just, like, written, but, I mean, I'm talking, like, that was a part of that box, I got you know, chills. Yeah. It etched into it.
0: Yeah, and it just so happened, like, you know, them, well, I guess it's just the timeline of the of the show, but, you know, yeah, at the same time we discover all this these issues with the numbers, at the same time they're getting this hatch uncovered yeah, exactly. in the jungle, it's like perfect timing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, oh man, that's just crazy. That the end of that episode, just you know, zoom in on those numbers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like there's so much stuff. I actually made a list here. Uh, the numbers obviously are four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. Uh, memorize them. Get used to them. They're going to be around for a while. Oh, okay.
1: Um, well, I'll start <coughs> going. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> if I start doing that, I'm stopping the podcast. okay yeah. it's over. <laughs> Right. So
0: here's a list I made about the numbers here. All right. Um, Hurley sees them along with Danielle's maps. Uh-huh. Um, Hurley wins the lottery with those numbers. Yep. He first heard the numbers from Lenny, who constantly repeated them over and over and over again. Right. Um, they are what brought Danielle and her team to the island. Mm-hmm. Um, they are why Hurley was in Australia. Okay. They originated from this island. Right. For some reason. We don't know why. They appear to have strange powers. There's yeah. no doubt about oh, that. Oh, yeah. We they haven't do. even talked about that yet. Right. We should get on that. Um, you know, the lottery, the bean counting game. Yeah. We Don't let me forget. We need to come back okay. to that. Okay. Okay. Um, they're engraved on the side of the hatch that Locke and Boone have been excavating. Mm-hmm. You know, if these numbers originated on this island, you know, how do they have the power you know they appear to have right? you know why, what's, why, or why would someone on the island be transmitting these numbers? but back to our conversation here mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's weird enough that they, these, uh, these numbers are what caused all these different events leading to the right, island. yeah, but how do these numbers have some special power to where they they caused Hurley to win the lottery and the other guy to win this little bean counting game
1: yeah you know I mean, it's like the people that use these numbers mm-hmm. it works for their favor you know it's and that's when i'm 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 thinking to myself how how does numbers have this type of like right it, it's almost like it's a predestined type uh-huh. thing you right. know that these yeah. people would encounter this that they would use them mm-hmm. and that all these events would happen right you know um not not i mean that's the only thing I can rack it up as there's to me there's no other I can't think of anything else of how that could be possibly yeah. work.
0: Oh yeah, I, I mean I can't think I don't think there's anything that we can imagine right now that will explain it. No. But I think there's something crazy going oh, yeah. on. Like like almost like something on that island is so huge and so important yeah. that it's somehow affecting like Their lives. the reality exactly. in other parts of yeah. the world. Yeah, like, exactly. It's almost like it intervenes mm-hmm. and kind of changes parts of like of of time and like the circumstances sure, that happen. And, exactly. But I, ha- I don't even know nothing enough about any of that stuff to, to, even yeah, like to it
1: handpicked these people, like mm-hmm. picked Hurley to hear the numbers and to use them so that Hurley would end up on that Island. Yeah. You know, right.
0: It's like either someone or something on that Island has this ability mm-hmm. to cause this, you know, change in circumstances and the people right all over the world. That kind of orchestrated a perfect set of circumstances yeah, exactly. to get them on to that island.
1: Yeah. Yep. Who in the know. heck
0: knows what that could be? But <laughs> I don't know.
1: Like I said, I I feel like yeah Um, my theory was that box in the in the jungle floor. Mm-hmm. Eventually, that will be something that'll have to use be used to open in that box. You know, right? Because. Like there'll be
0: a little padlock that was something. Yeah. Like (laughs) looking all, they are trying to hit
1: it and everything. They finally find his little lock. Yeah. There'll be a keyboard,
0: (laughs) a little keyboard with with nothing but numbers. and know Exactly what to put into it. Like,
1: Oh, it's written right here. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What else did you have? There's so much here and I feel like we haven't scratched the surface, but that's all the notes that I had, but there's, there's something else here.
1: Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, I, well, I, I noted a little bit about the fact that Hurley was a crazed man. Mm-hmm. could go find out the source of these numbers right um, you know I think that this that goes on to show you how much like Hurley's convinced and he even breaks down when he finds you know uh, the French lady in the, in the jungle when she says yeah you're." I agree with you they yeah. are cursed right you yeah. know and he breaks down and starts you know he's like thank you yeah, thank you and he hugs mm-hmm. her you know but up until this point I mean he was all the other men were freaking out by him mm-hmm. you know Charlie kept saying you're acting like a crazy man you know, mm-hmm. and uh you know he'd do things that, but the thing is he knew I think he was convinced nothing could happen to him, right you know, he'd walk across that little bridge, he'd go run into the jungle, he'd do whatever i like in fact he's stepping on that that you know trigger switch that would mm-hmm. swing that thing, he's like, "I think I can make it, yeah, you know everybody was like, no, 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 yeah. no, but he, you know he has this totally different perspective of why he's there, and his one of his goals was to find out what those numbers meant right. You know, and uh, I don't know. I thought that was just really crazy to see that side of Hurley. Yeah. Because up until this point, never ever. Yeah, we
0: haven't seen much of anything about no. him so far. So, I mean, we haven't even really been given enough to, you know, to know anything about him other than the fact that he seems friendly. Yeah. So, yeah, I made a note of the the whole scary bridge in the jungle yeah you know hurley's able to cross just fine no problems whatsoever but when Charlie tries to get a <laughs> little bit Charlie the thing breaks it's right. to me it's like as if the island allowed yeah hurley to cross.
1: exactly me too
0: so I mean it's like it was wanting him to get this answer or to find out more about the numbers or get the closure that he needed to not feel like he was crazy yeah for thinking there was something special yeah about definitely Do you think that the numbers had anything to do with him being in the mental institution if he was in there as a patient? Like, maybe he, you know... Well, no, because I guess that's when he heard the numbers for the first time is when he was in there.
1: Unless he was... Now, once again, going back to my island causing this crap mm-hmm. unless the island brought him to the mental institution so he would hear those numbers right you know in some sense like intervening in his life caused something for him to right you like know
0: maybe some other circumstance totally unrelated to the numbers happened which like made him Let freak him. out exactly and he had to go to the mental institution and in there he heard, he heard those the numbers.
1: numbers yeah yeah
0: yeah that's crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's That's all good. kinds of stuff going
1: on. Here. <laughs> yeah there is uh the only other stuff i had um was that after uh he uh, runs into the uh, what's her name again danielle? danielle yeah danielle mm-hmm. uh he, and she comes back or he gives she gives him the battery that they're wanting right and she tells uh harley to tell saeed hi you know it's like yeah. she's still i mean it seems like she's now she's aware that the are, these people are there, right? And they are part of the plane crash. She, you mm-hmm. know, I think she still was kind of leery about Saeed's story a bit, mm-hmm. but now I think she's there's val- validates his story. Yeah, and
0: yeah, and I think too. I mean, it's also reassuring that you know she doesn't seem to think any of them are sick yet. So yeah. she, she hasn't she killed hasn't them ca- anyway. <laughs> yeah, from, she didn't kill anybody. So so far, they seem to be pretty safe in terms, yeah. of, in terms of the sickness. You know, the elusive sickness that we don't know anything about yet.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, the other backstory I had there was that, uh, Locke was, uh, making something and he had asked Claire's help mm-hmm. and it was Claire's birthday we find out. And at the right. end we find out that, uh, he was making her a baby crib, Right, you know, mm-hmm. um, just another weird Locke thing, you know? Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So at one point when he had just kind of like the, I don't know what you would call him, but like the the posts that stick up on the side of the rail yeah there was no like you know strip across the top of them, so it looked like he was making like a trap yeah like, yeah like some like the thing that Hurley was trying to run exactly, away from exactly yeah with the spikes it's on kinda it It's kind of scary looking and you know at first i thought he was making that so when it turned out to be like a baby you know yeah. crib or something a little scary <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah that was that was pretty nice i thought
1: i can't remember and you may re- may remember this more than i i do but when Claire had her dream and she was chasing the child mm-hmm. around in the jungle, she comes up on a a baby bed. Right. Was it the one that Locke made no, her?
0: No, that one was just a normal, was it like, normal, typical white baby bed. Okay. Yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> that would have been a creepy. I was like, though.
1: yeah, if, if that would have been the one she saw, mm-hmm. I don't know if she would have used it.
0: So you think Locke knew it was her birthday?
1: I do. That's what I said that he, and at the end he says, happy birthday, Claire. You know, I mean, she told him it was his birthday, but yeah, still. But, but I think
0: why did he plan to make it in the first day. place if he didn't know exactly. it was exactly?
1: Yeah. So once again, just another lock mystery yeah. there.
0: Yeah, confirmation that lock's a weirdo.
1: Mm-hmm, definitely.
0: Anything else?
1: Oh man,
0: I expected I there to be so much more for this episode. Really, I mean, well, there's just, there's a lot. I think of information. We've covered it. Yeah, we've covered most all of it, but I, I expected there to be so much more. Yeah. There, but I think that's that's all that I have.
1: Uh, I think that's all I have as well. Great episode, though.
0: Yeah, definitely one of my favorites of all time. And um, yeah, just what an amazing show. Well, everyone, that does us for episode 17. On Wednesday, we'll be discussing Deuce Ex Machina, a lock centric episode, a wonderful lock centric episode. Um, until then, though, you guys have a great day and enjoy watching the next episode of Lost. And we will talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. New episodes are released every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at lostmysterypodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at lostmysterypodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.